Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trendesance Pleasure Fair. Um, mm. I'm Jack. That's Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was a Ren Fair reference. I'm yeah, that, that was. You know, I love a Ren Fair, and I is made Ren- you say that. <laughs> is Renaissance Pleasure Fair like a specific Ren Fair? That's the one we have out in LA. Uh, is, is the renaissance pleasure fair which whenever there was a rent fair i always like talking to the people that work in and i'm always like what was what's good what's this all about and they're like it gets wild at night here yeah it gets wild that's what I hear. a lot of people horny at the at the pleasure fair all right well i i am jack that is miles mm-hmm. uh and this is what is trending uh, we have our final euro cup date and it's yeah. not a great one nope. uh, kind of kind of sad that Things went in. So Italy won in shootouts. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Shootouts. Yeah, penalty kickoffs? shootout. Yeah, yeah. It went to extra time and then a penalty shootout. Um, and unfortunately, England had another terrible, uh, heartbreaking um, exit from a tournament through penalty kicks. Um, but it's interesting because if you remember on Friday's episode, our guests who were UK based were talking about you know how awful racist abuse is online and how you know it's one of the reasons why they don't like social media and things like that. And like clockwork the second they went out the abuse began and the three so during this penalty shootout the three players for england that missed their kicks were black the the players are Jaden sancho marcus rashford and bukayo saka and bukayo saka took the final kick that essentially his when his penalty was saved that sealed the the match for for italy and the second it was saved my heart sank and not because i was like feeling terrible for the english national team it's just because i knew the racist abuse was going to just be his social the social media accounts of these three players was just going to be swamped with racist abuse and that's exactly what happened from you know just racial slurs uh, monkey emojis all kinds of terrible terrible shit being flooded in the comments um and yeah you know it, it then it kicked off a few different like sort of pearl clutchy moments from people who haven't always been the most vocal uh, opponents of anti-black racism um so first i will say that kate and william uh they uh, tweeted out from the kensington palace accounts that quote i am sickened by the racist abuse aimed at england players after last night's match it is totally unacceptable that players have to endure this abhorrent behavior it must stop now and all those involved should be held accountable oh okay aren't you the people Aren't you? Aren't Megan Markle your sister-in-law that you were? You're talking about the your nephew's skin. Oh, okay, never. Okay, hmm. um, th- that's interesting. Uh, meanwhile, Boris Johnson, who was in a feud with Rashford uh, during the pandemic lockdowns because Rashford was advocating to provide for providing meals to needy children, um, he decided to also act like he's been on the right side from the beginning. Keep in mind when the fans were booing players for taking a knee, uh, he was silent. He wasn't really pushing uh, back on that at all. But in yeah. this instance, he says, uh, you know, that he, he's absolutely can't believe what's happened. So it's just like all this like double speak going on. It's very frustrating um, and sadly predictable. But like, I think it's it's just odd how, you know, sports fandoms work. It's like when, especially like if you're a person of color, like you're good until you don't provide the wins for the team. Yeah. Then you're othered and then you're bad. Yeah, that's pretty fucked sports in general are just the there's such a toxic level of feeling of like ownership by the fans and like just ability to 
turn on you if if they feel betrayed in any way. I guess that yeah. I mean, I'm, and, and you know, honestly, Star there's Wars. there's a lot thing to be said too about like the manager. Like, why is this 19 year old have the pressure of the fifth spot when the game is riding on him making this penalty? Why is why is that on the shoulders of a 19 year old whose first major tournament this is? Granted, he's been playing really well, but a lot of the professional pundits were like, "This is really unfair to put this kid in that spot to yeah. put him, to have that go down like down to his kick for when you have more experienced players who were later in the order, like they should have been the ones to step up." Um, but all that aside, I mean, like the abuse is rampant, um, and it's really odd, you know, like the English FA, the the body that sort of governs uh, soccer in England, you know, they're trying to say like they they want to stamp out discrimination and they want to make sure that there's real life consequences. I know the London Metropolitan Police are looking into this now, but I don't know how you you know, solve this short of like quite literally making it a thing where no one is anonymous on the internet. I think that's the only way uh, you can, you know, th th it's not incentivized for someone to be abusive is to always know like, well, I can be anonymous and there will, I, will, I will have no repercussions for just hurling abuse. Yeah. And I know they tried that in South Korea too because they had such a bad problem of... Uh, like bullying and stuff. Bullying and, you know, uh, I think celebrities... Uh, were like dying from it even uh and mm -hmm. so they made they changed the rules so everybody was themselves but i so i thought facebook you know facebook is a place where you're supposed to only you're you're supposed to have to use your real name and that certainly hasn't like improved people's behavior there so i don't know uh i don't know what the answer is shootouts are i mean it it honestly feels a little bit like you know, the the NBA Finals Game Seven, and like instead of going to overtime, it's like yeah, the Rock and four. Jock fifty point basket comes down. It's like <laughs> right. first one to throw it up here into the fifty pointer. Like yeah. what? That's it really it feels like rock paper scissor. Like it's just like you know two people trying to, you know, I, like it's a real mind mind game. Oh yeah, um, it's such a confidence you know, uh, like just pressure cooker. Yeah. Um, and like, you'll see, like there was a shootout between France and Switzerland. That was epic. Like everybody, like no one could miss. And then Kylian Mbappe missed. And of course, many people got very upset with him, but yeah, it's just, uh, it, it creates heroes or villains very quickly. Um, you know, I like, I kind of like when they used to have golden goal, which was the sudden death goal. Um, because that really just makes it feel like, whoa, the, it's like the they have something to play playing. for. Yeah, yeah. because at a certain point, if you say, well, if we get through extra time and nobody scores, then we can maybe eke it out in a penalty shootout. Um, but like when you incentivize it to be like, yo, this first goal that goes in is a wrap, y'all, um, you know, makes for some excitement. But look, everybody has their own opinions. Right. I mean, would people be upset about that? Like uh, upset about having to like hang around for longer? Like we, we had Guy Montgomery on a, a week ago talking about how he his favorite sport is like five days long. Like I, I feel like people would, people would stick with it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's like, ever, like most people say the, 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 the penalty kick shootout is the, the cruelest of lovers in sport. Right. Um, and I'm sure it's a thrilling it, it way to win. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, you, you love to see it when you're winning and you absolutely hate it when you lose. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's talk Shohei. Shohei Otani was announced as, the all-star starting pitcher and mm -hmm. leadoff hitter. Uh, and oh, okay. that will be uh, 24 hours after he is the number one seed in the home run derby. Uh, so, yeah, all around, uh, this dude is 
just having again an unprecedented like Babe Ruthian season. Um, yeah, but that hasn't stopped uh, people like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah, Stephen A. Smith is also trending. Uh, would probably be the number one trending thing if people didn't spell his name differently or, uh, you know, Stephen A is like number eight and Stephen A. Smith is like number four trending. So combined, I think he would be number one, but, uh, he came through with the take that like, I don't know, is, is that really who we want to be the face of major league baseball? Uh, somebody who needs a translator who can't speak English. The fuck are you talking? Shut the fuck up. Like what the, ugh. I mean, Ichiro had a, had a translator and then he eventually over time, he developed his, you know, English skills and was able to, to do his own interviews. But like, what is with this, this weird, like, I mean, it's, I guess it's a, the, the most, a baseball take to be like, is this non-American person the best face for this sport? Yeah. But when you look at it, like, you know, people from international players have given us so much of like the memorable moments uh, too. like to even discount that is such a stupid, stupid take. But again, I think it's like a lot. Uh, oh, Dave Schilling was tweeted just how like, you know, it's people love when Stephen A. Smith is just stupid. But then right. he does shit like this. And you're like, this is apps. This is like this is volatile. Like this is just vile. This is not a real t- like it's not a, a hot take. It's it's xenophobic. It's nonsense and, and useless. And he's like, yeah, we'll probably be back to laughing at the bullshit later on. But he's like, overall, Stephen A. Smith is a net negative, I would say. And I'm like, yeah, when you when you say shit like this with your chest uh, in the face of someone who's doing something so monumental, it's it's. Ugh. Yeah, I have personal reasons for really disliking Stephen A. Smith, but I, I would agree net negative. And there's been, there's been a lot of like positivity around him and just like, man, he never sleeps. He's like doing so many different shows and, you know, definitely, you know, hardworking dude. And that's what we care about in America. But I think the ideas he puts out there are just, you know, negative for the sake of having a take. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, like sports media is dumb in general. And like, yeah. that's kind of, what you sign up for but it doesn't need to be openly racist hey all right and uh johnson and johnson is trending the fda is planning to warn that the johnson and johnson coronavirus vaccine can increase the risk of a rare nerve condition known as guillain barre syndrome um yeah that's a, that's, that's a big one that is uh that's not a small well, the blood clot thing was one thing, and now we're talking. They said three to people were three to five times likelier to develop it than just sort of the general population for people who had received the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Um, they still say it's very rare, and that the benefits still far outweigh the risks. But this is uh, this is not that's not good. That's not a good thing to, for anyone to read, especially if you got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. But they do say that like these uh, sort of symptoms were obviously most likely develop in the first three weeks. Um, but yeah, that's uh, more to come on that. I mean, they've already had to do all kinds of pauses and things on this. But uh, for those who have like the BioNTech, Pfizer or Moderna one, uh, not to worry, since it's using a different technology. Uh, to create the uh, inoculation. Mm. And is Guillain-Barre, like, that's fatal, right? That's like it. I believe so. I mean, it's it's like always, uh, it's it's very rare and I feel like, like leads to like paralysis and things. Like it's, it's, it's yeah, not like a, it's not a joke. Yeah, like your whole body becomes paralyzed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So scary shit. 
still get vaccinated. Um, Let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back. And just when you think Mel Gibson can do no wrong, uh, there's footage of him at the at the latest UFC as Donald Trump is entering uh, to to go stand next to the octagon, I guess. Uh, and Mel Gibson uh, saluted Donald Trump. Oh. Um, and the, I was like, well, like, I mean. Okay, he could have been doing it sarcastically. We don't know. Like, why is this uh, news? And it's because the right is... I mean, I th- I have my suspicions based on everything we know about Mel Gibson, like mm-hmm. why, he, why he was saluting Trump. Uh, but the reason that this is such big news is the right, like uh, Daily Caller and Daily Wire and all those sites... Uh, Breitbart are reporting this breathlessly just because they're like another another person that Hollywood libs love uh, is is a Trump supporter. How are they going to deal with this? Okay, <laughs> shitty screamy uncle guy uh, with anti-Semitic and racist uh, ideologies likes Trump. Okay, shocking. Mm-hmm. I- did not see that one coming. That's such a combo of words. Mel Gibson saluted Trump at UFC. <laughs> the, I can't even. Yeah. I can't oh. even deal with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, con is happening uh, again, and uh, the, the big movie festival. Yeah, not that one. Oh. Uh, the big movie festival is happening. Oh. Uh, and people can so, can <laughs> can is happening. And uh, the the main things that people are buzzing about um, is that Matt Damon has a movie where he's a MAGA dude going like Rambo in a Mediterranean town, or I guess maybe more like going Liam Neeson uh, in Taken in a Mediterranean town. Wait, why is he MAGA dude? He's like he's like a Trump. Like that's the character. That's that's the character. Yeah. Is and it like to, his his daughter? Instead of his daughter calling him to like get help, she like tells somebody like, "Don't involve my dad. He can't handle this shit." <laughs> is it a comedy? What the fuck? I, th- I think like it's kind of supposed to be complicated, and uh, it's called Stillwater. It's from the director who made Spotlight, and I think the idea is like, yeah, you know, this is a version of America, and. Uh, that, that's the character that he's playing. He's got like a goatee and is wearing like tactical gear and shit. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Yeah, so it's tight and like it, it looks like <laughs> we finally have our hero uh, that we can all get behind. Love to um, see it. And then there's a new Wes Anderson movie. So like two things that I'm not surprised people in Cannes are, are going crazy about. A Wes Anderson movie and a movie in which like a dumb American is sort of a... You know that I feel like the three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri was a similar like, you know, story about America that from and I don't I don't know Stillwater, so I'm just speculating here. But I feel like anytime there's like a main character who's a bad, shitty, flawed American, uh, France will France will get on board. But this guy is like, but he wins. I don't know this. Yeah, it got All like right. a 10 minute standing ovation. Uh, 
And at the end of it, he's like, I was so wrong about my beliefs. If only I had opened my eyes to neoliberalism, <laughs> everything would be solved. Oh, my God. Thank you, Bravo. sir. And also stimulus checks now uh, is trending. What was going yeah. on? There's a petition that's gaining a lot of signatures where people are looking for, you know, a fourth round of uh, support. Uh, like on change.org. And I mean, you know, I think more, not more than like this, uh, pull or this, uh, what am I looking for? More than this petition aside, like, I think this is more just indicative of how much we are still very much dealing with the pandemic. Um, and for all this idea of going back to normal, like there are still people who need support from the government uh, to navigate what's happened because while there are people who may be able to go back to work, certain things based on their family situations, whether it's childcare or elder care or something like that will not allow them to. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I think again, we, we went through all of this pain and continue to, and we're still seeing like very, you know, uh, just, not unremarkable solutions to something that has been so drastic uh, for, for the people to go through. Yeah. You can go back to work at, you know, in a service industry job that pays like shit and, you know, that will make you sick. It'll work you so hard. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I feel like that is enough for uh, Americans to be like, so why do we need, there's a lot of, a lot of jobs out there and, you know, unwilling to admit that a lot of those jobs are inhumane. So, yeah, I mean, again, uh, we're still struggling as, as as much of the world. And for all the ostriching that people want to do of burying their heads in the ground, uh, the fact remains that there's still a lot uh, to be done and still needs to be done um, as much as people want to, you know, ignore that. But it's and that's and like that's kind of the hard part. You know, we don't want to acknowledge just how much pain still exists in the world and in our own country that it's easier to just be like, well, fuck it. Well, then it's just, you know, maybe they need a check. Maybe they don't. But um, it's, it's even things like with the child tax credit, like a lot of people are trying to feel like, are those going to be made permanent? There's a lot of things where, you know, a lot of people are finding themselves really asking big questions as they look at, you know, bills piling up or back rent and things like that. So uh, absolutely check out um, any uh, rent forgiveness programs that your state has set up because there is money for that um, yeah. for people that qualify. So you'll we'll, we talk about it a little bit more in tomorrow's episode, but just, just something for everyone billions. to be aware of. Yeah, there's a lot of money out there. Uh, a lot of a lot of money, a lot of Benjamins to be made. Am I right? Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending right now on Monday afternoon. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.